Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back. I am Elizabeth Benton, and you are hanging out for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, and I'm going to ask you to do something for me today, and that is, I'm going to ask you to just listen with an open mind, because when it comes to fat loss, I know we're all dialed in to the diet side of things, to the exercise side of things, but then when we start to talk about things that aren't related to food choices and aren't related to exercise that can really make a big difference, sometimes we have a tendency to be like, yeah, okay, whatever. And I want you to resist that urge to say, yeah, okay, whatever, and just trust me today. Just trust that this is a game changer if you are willing to suspend maybe your traditional beliefs, maybe even suspend your ego a little bit, and just listen. Just hear me out and listen. Because we're going to be talking about body language of all things. And I know that initially you might think that this is hokey, or woo-woo, and that it can't impact your food choices or the intensity of your workouts, and that's okay. If you don't believe me, that's fine. I'm just going to ask that you listen, because I really feel strongly that you'll feel differently at the end of our 20 or 30 minutes together today. So just trust me on this one. If you're new to the show, you might not trust me, and that's okay. Maybe start with a different episode. But if you've been listening for a while, I think you know I'm not going to lead you wrong, and I think you'll be surprised by what you learn today. And if you put it into work in your own life, I think you will be astounded by the difference it can make. And you know, I didn't even know it, but my lessons in body language honestly began when I was probably like five or six years old. My grandmother would always say, shoulders back, chest up. She would just say that all the time, shoulders back, chest up. And I I didn't really think that there was anything significant to what she was saying. In fact, I think from her perspective, slouching made you look heavier. And so she just, you know, growing up in that World War II era, they were very, uh, she was always wanting to look her best and feel her best in in a sort of old school kind of way. But now that I'm older, I understand the power behind things like body language. And I started to really understand this when I got my first job out of college. I was 22, I guess. And I had no idea why they would hire me for the job that they did, which many reasons for me feeling that way. But I remember one of my very first meetings in that job, right out of college, 22 years old, was pitching the superintendent of a very large school system who had been a principal for a number of years and had eventually made his way up to be the superintendent. He was in his late 60s or early 70s, and here I was, 22, trying to sell him on an idea three or four weeks into my first job. And I was like, why in the world would he ever listen to anything 
that I have to say. And I knew going into that meeting that the way I carried myself would significantly influence his perception of me. What I didn't realize at the time was that it would also significantly influence my perception of me, right? And then, you know, over the years, I have attended a couple of Tony Robbins events and gone through some of his um, workshops, like his educational systems, and watched a really incredible TED Talk by Amy Cuddy about body language and how it shapes what you're capable of. I'll link to that TED Talk in the show notes over at primalpotential.com. But let's just do a quick exercise, right? If you're driving, keep driving, but promise me you'll come back and do this later. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I want you to notice your posture right now. Are you sitting down or are you standing up? Are you hunched over? Are your shoulders pulled back? Is your back rounded or is it straight? Is your core, your abdominal, is it tight or is it relaxed? What's your facial expression? Are you scowling for no reason? I have a tendency to do that when I'm working. If I start to pay attention to my expression, I'm like, why am I like so grimaced, right? Are your eyebrows furrowed? Are you smiling? How are you breathing? Are you breathing deeply and intentionally? Or are you not even paying attention more shallow kind of uh, lung breaths as opposed to deep belly breaths? I also want you to think about your mood. How are you feeling right now? Seriously, I don't just, don't just like check the box. Really think about this. Are you feeling positive and motivated, focused? Are you sad? Are you anxious? Are you frustrated? Assess it all. Pay attention to yourself. What's your posture? How does your body feel? Are your muscles relaxed? Are they tight? Are they engaged? Are they tense? How are you breathing? How are you feeling? All of that. Now, if you're standing, or even if you're sitting, what I want you to do is improve your posture right now. If you're standing, stand up straight. If you're sitting, sit up straight. Pull your shoulders back, right? Draw your shoulder blades together a little bit. When you do that, male or female, you'll notice your chest rises a little bit. Imagine that there is a string on the top of your head going straight up above you to some points far above you, right? And so lift your chin up a little bit as if that string is just pulling you up just a bit. Place your eyes forward, your chest is up, right? That square, straight, confident posture, back straight, belly pulled in, chest up, chin up. Take some big, deep breaths. In through your nose, full breaths. Fill your whole belly, fill your lungs, and I want you to smile. Seriously, right now. Even if it feels corny and cheesy and forced and fake, that's fine. Or you can think about something that brings you joy. Think about the last time you and a friend laughed uncontrollably, or maybe a recent tickle fight with your kids. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Just smile. Smile in your eyes. Smile with your face. Smile with your whole face. You know how when you just kind of like turn the corners of your mouth up, it's just forced and fake, but like really have the smile in your eyes. It makes a big difference. Change the way you are sitting or standing. Change your posture. Change your expression. Now, think about how you feel as you do this. Do you feel more confident, more in control, maybe a little bit happier? I don't want you to just think about this. I want you to actually do it. 
I do this all the time when I'm driving. Sometimes I'll find myself just sort of like slouched over a little bit, leaning forward or leaning backwards, but never really engaged and alert and positive and focused and in charge. And just that shift in my posture makes a really big difference. There is a fundamental and powerful truth here. We feel better when our body language is positive. When we're sitting or standing tall, when we're breathing really deeply, when we're smiling, when our chin is up and our chest is up, when our shoulders are pulled back, we feel better. We feel worse when we're slouching, when we're frowning, when our body posture is just kind of sloppy and loose. And if you decide to harness this, it can change everything. I really mean it. I really mean it. And I'm quite certain that most of us, either all the time or most of the time, are not harnessing this power. We spend our days hunched over a keyboard or slouched back behind the wheel of our car. We walk with our heads down and our shoulders rounded, looking at our phones or whatever other piece of technology we have in front of us. And this isn't an argument against technology, right? This isn't like put your phone down and look at the sky, although it's not bad advice, but it's about taking full advantage of all of the little productivity hacks we have at our disposal. Like if there's little things here and there from smiling to standing tall to wearing more fitted clothes that can improve the way we feel about ourselves and therefore improve our choices, we need to take full advantage of those things. They're all around us, these little things. And it makes me think about, I don't know how many of you have seen the movie Any Given Sunday with Al Pacino. I love Al Pacino. Um, but at one point, he's in the locker room, and he's given a pep talk to his team. He's a coach. And he says, the inches we need are everywhere around us. The inches we need are everywhere around us. And what he's talking about is how to win the game. And he's saying, like, it's the little things that are the difference in whether you win the game or whether you lose the game. And the same is true when we're trying to take advantage of our health. The inches we need are everywhere around us. The problem is most of us are not taking advantage of the inches that we need. We're looking at, you know, the food and the fitness, the food and the fitness, but the reality is there's a little win over here and there's a little win over there and there's a little win over there that aren't so little because their cumulative impact is really significant and huge. So he's talking to his team and he says, the inches we need are everywhere around us. On this team, we fight for that inch because we know that when we add up all those inches, that is going to make the difference between winning and losing, between living and dying. And Al Pacino uses some more descriptive bright language in his little speech, but this is true. And this body language stuff is some of that, those inches that we need, that if we just grab those up, they're right here for us. But many of us aren't taking advantage of those inches right? The things like affirmations, the things like positive uh, self-talk, the things like body language and setting goals, those are the inches we need and they're all around us if we will just take advantage of them. There are things that we can do, easy things that improve our mood, that increase our motivation, that positively impact our choices. Unfortunately, so many of us just think about how hard it is to say no to the cookies, how hard it is to say yes to the clean meal that's going to help you reach your goals. But if we understand that there are little hacks 
that we can incorporate that make those choices easier. If we're feeling frumpy and dumpy, we are way more likely to say, whatever, cookies, I'm gross anyway, right? And go for the cookies. But if we are feeling strong and confident and capable, then we're more likely to make the good choices. If you come out of the gym and you feel like you've just crushed your workout and you're proud of yourself and you're excited, that is going to carry over into your choices. But we can create that feeling without the workout. And the workout is awesome, but body language is something we can take advantage of all day, every day, 365 days a year, and most of us are not taking advantage of it. We have to grab up these inches that are everywhere around us that help us win. And body language is one of those. There's a bunch of clinical studies. I mean, this is not an area that is not researched. It is researched and it proves exactly what I am telling you. And some of this research is on what's called somatic factors related to depression. So the word somatic refers to your body and not your biochemistry, but like the physical structure of your body, your muscles and your bones, your stature. And so this area of research on the somatic factors is about things like body language, how body language either contributes to or relieves us from depression, clinical depression, depending on how we use our body language, how we capitalize this or not. And I'm going to link to one of these studies in the show notes over at primalpotential.com, but I'll read you a quick excerpt from it, all right? It says, modifying body posture is a self-awareness and somatic, remember that refers to your physical body, somatic biofeedback technique. Body posture significantly affects the recall of positive or negative memories. They cite a particular paper that says this paper showed that when sitting in a collapsed position, like Frunched, frumped over, kind of slouching, right? Sitting in a collapsed position and looking downward, it was much easier to recall hopeless, helpless, powerless, and negative memories than empowering positive memories. When sitting upright and looking upward, it was difficult and for many almost impossible to recall hopeless, helpless, powerless and negative memories, and easier to recall empowering positive memories. In addition, they cite another study, so-and-so reported that when an individual client with anxiety and crying looked upward, the tearing and crying stopped. Looking upwards inhibited crying, while looking downwards amplified crying. Thus, body posture appears to directly influence emotions and cognitions. And again, I will link to this uh, particular study over on the show notes at primalpotential.com. But the reality is here that if we are sitting slouched, looking down, our brow furrowed, not smiling, we do not feel as capable, confident, and positive as we do when we simply change our stature. When we sit up straight or we stand up straight and we pull our our shoulders back and our chest rises and our chin is up and our eyes are up, guys, it makes a huge difference. It makes a huge difference. In fact, not even intentionally, if I stand here, I'm standing right now, If I stand here and I round my shoulders and I look down and I kind of cross my legs so that I'm slouching and I allow my belly to be relaxed, 
my energy feels lower. I'm not faking it for the sake of this. I have no desire to do that, right? But if I change my posture and I stand up straight and I contract my abdominals and I pull my shoulders back and my chest naturally rises and I look up and my head is up and I'm smiling, I physically feel more energy. And that is a tool. The Al Pacino reference to the inches, that is a tool that we can use to help making hard choices easier. And that's what it's all about. This TED Talk that I referenced, and I'm going to link to it in the show notes, you definitely should watch it. I think it's about 20 minutes-ish, maybe maybe 13, but it's I don't think it's longer than 20 minutes. Um, but this woman, Amy Cuddy, she's a researcher, and she talks about what happens physiologically in the body when we capitalize on our body language, right? So she's not just talking about, like, you feel happy versus you feel sad. What she did... And she talks about this research where they tested via saliva, so the participants spit into a cup or a tube, uh, prior to changing their body language and then afterwards. And what she was looking for was specific hormones as measured in the saliva. Uh, stress hormones like cortisol, which we talk a lot about, the higher our cortisol level is, the more trouble we have losing weight, the more cravings we experience. Um, it just makes weight loss a whole lot more challenging while storing abdominal fat, right? And then she also looks at testosterone. And she looks at specific what she calls power poses, which are just strong stances. I'm going to link to one of them or show an image of one of them over in the show notes. One of them is called the Wonder Woman pose, where you're standing up, your shoulders are back, your chest is up, your hands are on your hips. That's a power pose. And what she found is that after just two minutes of holding one of these power poses, participants' stress hormone, cortisol, dropped significantly and testosterone that dominant, assertive, controlling, in-control sort of uh, indicator hormone increased in just two minutes. So guys, not only do we change the way we feel, we change the chemistry of our body with our body language. We experience more stress when we have the lower power postures than when we have the higher power postures, sitting up straight or standing up tall, hands on the hips, shoulders back, chest up, chin up, eyes up, it makes a difference. Just very recently, I talked in the in the coffee episode of the podcast about how this chronic cortisol stress response makes you struggle with food choices, with cravings, with fat storage. It impairs fat burning, especially in the abdominal area. And holding these power poses for as little as two minutes decreases your stress hormone cortisol. Imagine what would happen... If you just took control of these postures throughout the day, when you're driving, sit up straight, keep your chin up, keep your chest up, pull your shoulders back. If you're walking down the hall, keep your eyes up, keep your core tight. It makes a difference in how you feel, it makes a difference in your attitude, and it makes a difference in your physiology, okay? So I'm going to link to one of those power poses in the show notes. I mean... If you want to be happy, right, think about this. If you want to create a state where you feel more happy, if you feel like there's not enough happiness in your life, I want to challenge you to ask yourself this question. If I were really happy, how would I be standing? How would I look? How would I talk if I were happy? What would my facial expressions be like if I were happy? 
Create that. If you're not happy right now and you want to feel happy, ask yourself, well, how would I be standing? How would I be talking? What would be the inflections in my voice and the expression on my face and my gestures if I was happy? Create that. You don't have to let the emotion be the lead. You don't have to wait for the emotion to strike. Guys, we can create it. Or if you want to be confident, ask yourself, well, how would I stand if I wanted to feel confident? What would I wear if I wanted to feel confident? What would the inflection in my voice sound like if I were feeling very confident? Create that and you will feel that. What would happen if a boxer went into the ring looking like they were scared or nervous, afraid of being knocked out or tired, right? They don't do that. How does a boxer go into the ring? Jumping around, shouting, right? Having their trainers slap their faces. They go in swinging their fists. They're not hitting anybody, but they're trying to create the state that reflects the confidence and the energy they want to bring into the fight. They don't wait to feel that energy and confidence. They create it with their movements, with their posture, with their inflections, with their words, because they know that it influences their performance right? So if you want to influence your performance, if you want to influence the choices that you make in the kitchen, in the gym, in the living room, create that state that reflects how you want to feel. If you're in a miserable mood and feeling really down on yourself, check your posture, check your facial expressions. I bet you're not standing tall and confident with a smile on your face. So create that state. What music can you use to help you create that state? Or what words or what mantras, right? As I was putting together my thoughts for uh, this episode and going back through that TED Talk and my notes from the Tony Robbins event that I went to, I came upon this story and I thought it was different and kind of cool. So this, this guy, he's a professor, I think, was telling a story about his father. His father is a chiropractor, and as a chiropractor, obviously, studies the way the body moves and how movement impacts how we feel. That's kind of the world of a chiropractor, right? And so he told the story about what his father did when he was a graduate student. And it was in the early 90s. Michael Jordan was like one of the biggest icons in the world. And so what his father did was study Michael Jordan's body movement, his body language. And he decided that he just wanted to start walking and moving like Michael Jordan. And he watched him as he, you know, walked from an interview or walked off the court. And he just decided that his goal was to mimic the body language of this sports icon. And they tell the story, of course, I wasn't there. But like two or three months later, this cute girl in his uh, anatomy lab came up to him and said, this is going to sound really strange, but you remind me of Michael Jordan. Well, the guy was white. Like he wasn't, There was very little about this man that resembled Michael Jordan, but he studied the way he moved and he want his, you know, hey, what can it hurt to move like this icon moves? And sure enough, according to the story, but the point is, We have power in the way we move. We have power in our posture. We have power in our expressions. And most of us are not using it. I mean, and you can apply this Michael Jordan example as silly as it might sound. You can choose to roll your eyes. Like, what good does that do, right? 
whose demeanor can you model until it becomes your own? Or look at your own and how can you challenge yourself to capitalize on your body movement? Do you need to work on your posture? Do you need to work on not having a scowl on your face all the time? Do you need to work on the inflections of your voice or the way that you aren't maybe tightening your core as you move through space and so you just feel kind of frumpy and sloppy, right? And, as, you know, as I was putting these thoughts together, I thought about thinking for myself, like, where have I seen differences in the lifestyle of two people who have similar circumstances but dramatically different body language? And I thought about the job before I started Primal. I worked directly with uh, two of the VPs of a decent-sized company, right? One of them was my direct boss, and the other one was just a guy that I worked with pretty closely. But they were both VPs. They were both about the same age. I think they might be a couple of years apart, but both in their mid to late 60s, right? One guy was miserable all the time, and he sort of shuffled when he walked, and he always had his back rounded, and he very rarely walked around the building. He just sat in his office, kind of furrowed brow, always looked pissed off, yelled all the time. The other one, same age, same role, they were both VPs for this company, was like, you know, I just, I wish there was like a song that I could think of because he almost seemed like he moved to music. He was bouncing around all the time. He always had a ton of energy. When he walked into the room, he spoke loud and he was in control and he was always smiling. And I'll tell you, the guy that was angry and walked with a shuffle with his shoulders rounded, he's like 100 pounds overweight, unhealthy and totally miserable. The other guy, even though they were around the same age, was fit and lean and commanded himself and had a vibrant life with his wife and his family and the people around him wanted to be around him. I mean, the physical differences between these two were stark, right? Around, there were similar heights, but they looked very different heights because of their posture. One was over 100 pounds overweight and very unhealthy. The other one was the picture of health and looked 20 plus years younger than he actually was. And the single biggest difference between them financially, they're about the same. Career-wise, about the same, right? Both have a few kids and a wife. One, their body language was always negative. Always, always, always. The other one was always standing up tall, always looking strong with a smile on his face. It makes a really big difference. Tony Robbins in, in his trainings and his teachings and his books talks about this as the emotional triad. And this is one of the most powerful forces in life. And if you want to change, you can take advantage of what he calls the emotional triad and change it on a dime to work in your favor at any point in time. And when he talks about this emotional triad, right, and I, I completely agree with him because I've seen it to be true in my own life and with the people I work with, he says that your state of being, your results, your health, your finances, your relationships can change on a dime based on your emotional triad, which is a combination. If you think of it as a triangle, each side of the triangle, one represents your physiology, which is your body language, your breathing, your facial expressions, right? That's your physiology. The other is your language. And the third is your focus. So basically, he says, we have power to change everything by changing one or all of these three components that are always within our control, our physiology. Think body language, breathing, facial expressions. Two, your language, what you say, 
your focus, what you're thinking about. We can capitalize all, on all three. When you feel like you're in a funk, check those three things. What is my body language like right now? What about my language, my thoughts, or my words? And on what am I placing my focus? If you just improve one, you will feel better. If you improve two, you will change everything. And if you improve three, you can do anything. I want you to really keep in mind this quote from Any Given Sunday. If you haven't seen that movie, you really should. It's a great one. The inches we need are everywhere around us. On this team, we fight for that inch because we know that when we add up all those inches, it's going to make a difference between winning and losing, between living and dying. Guys, this is a powerful thing we can capitalize on. Even if just for the rest of the day today, you capitalize on your body language. You sit up straight, you stand up straight, you pull your core tight, you pull your shoulders back, your shoulder blades together, your chest up, your chin up, your eyes up, and a smile on your face. I uh, sent a survey out, kind of switching gears here right now, a couple weeks ago, maybe not even. I sent a survey out via email to say, what can I do for you? What do you need more of from me? How can I better help you reach your goals? Because as I say all the time, that is my primary objective, wherever you are to help you get to where you want to go. And 65% of you, 65% really, said that you need help with motivation. You need help with motivation and with consistency. So um, I wasn't planning to do this, but because, I mean, those are just like overwhelming. Okay, I need to step it up on helping people get motivated. So I am going to be hosting a free live motivation workshop Tuesday, April 19th at 8 p.m. Eastern time. I am not going to go into a whole big thing talking you into why you need to be there. If you need motivation and consistency, then you need to be there. And the funny thing about a thing on motivation is if you're not motivated enough to be there, then you wouldn't be motivated enough to put the, the strategies into practice. Now, obviously, there's scheduling issues, and this is not a commentary on your scheduling issues. But if you are somebody who says, yes, motivation is what I need more of, consistency is what I need in my life, you can text the word April 19, April 19, one word, no space, please, to the number 33444. Or you can go to the show notes page for today's episode at primalpotential.com and register there. But because you asked for it, I will deliver it. I'm not going to talk you into going, but it is a free live workshop on creating motivation and consistency because so many of you said, Elizabeth, that's what we need for you. Got it. Heard it. April 19th. 8 p.m. Eastern Time. That's a Tuesday. You can text April 19, April 19 to the number 33444. Don't put a space in there, guys, because it won't go through. Uh, or you can just go to primalpotential.com and sign up there. Okay, what I ate yesterday. I'm all fired up. Um, I went out for breakfast. So I had bacon and eggs, scrambled eggs, and a couple slices of bacon with all of the coffee and then later in the day i'm on a kick with canned salmon i love fresh salmon but sometimes canned salmon depending on how i'm eating it is really good so my favorite brand is from trader joe's and i basically take the can of salmon and mash it together with half of an avocado and i had it with some raw veggies and then dinner was a steak i was getting a little fancy i had a steak with a salad and some mashed cauliflower 
I hope you enjoyed this episode. I certainly enjoyed sharing these thoughts with you. I'd love to know what you think. And of course, I'd love to see you on that motivation workshop. It is live. It is April 19th. It is at 8 p.m. Eastern. And you can text April 19 to the number 33444 or just go to Primal Potential. And I hope to see you there. Have a great day, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.